right. Hello. Hello. I'm actually live on Facebook. I didn't mess it up today. Hello, Karen. Hi. Welcome. Good morning. All right. So we're going to continue where we left off yesterday. And we're going to talk about the mommy monster. Because how can we heal and connect with the great mother if lurking in the shadows is the mommy monster? <laughs> right? I mean, any I feel like so much of the healing journey in the mainstream world is good vibes only. Like if Target is selling a shirt, you know it's not the right path. <laughs> Like if, if it's been mass produced as good vibes only, that is not the direction for true healing because that's, that's a very disempowering place to be when so much of the healing journey is feeling the emotions that we've been told that we cannot feel. So when we get told this is a space of good vibes only, or we have friends that are good vibe only people they're usually very toxic and they're not meaning to be, but the toxicity comes in that healing and releasing emotions and real raw feelings and being able to communicate those are where the healing happens. So I often joke that I make people cry for a living, you know, <laughs> and it's true. And Karen, Karen started laughing because every session I have with people, there is a release and I see emotional releases, you know, as tears or feelings or emotions and feelings and emotions are actually two different things. We don't, um, usually in our western world even have the right words we're very limited in our vocabulary of being able to even express our undercurrents um and so however you were raised if you went to school so your parents could have been amazing magical wonderful people who allowed for you to express yourself and have emotions and feelings Yet, if you went into the school system, we all received very similar experiences in our institutionalized lives. If you add on to that, if you went to a church or if you went to any sort of religious aspects, add into this, if you had any sort of generational experiences with grandmothers, great aunts, things like that, who were very much children are seen and not heard. There's lots of these generational themes that were passed down from one generation to the next. And if you realize that the institutionalized educational system is only about 200 years old, um, possibly as, I, I really don't even wanna, it could be as old as 300 years. Okay, that's, that's a very short, <laughs> a very, infancy aspect education as we know it and the way that we teach um in an institutionalized like classroom lecture socrates form and you can say it goes back to the roman times of socrates but these were not children that socrates had this was 
um, when some when a family gave Socrates their children, they were brought up in an institutionalized educational format, but it wasn't on a mass level. Um, only certain children were were given to the educators of that time, and they were raised in that space with all the other children of various ages that had been in this institution. So while there's an argument that this has been happening for a couple thousand years, um, only the elite were allowed to really be educated. It was not only until about 100, 200 years ago when the masses were educated. And then if you think about the indigenous cultures being put into the Catholic schools, this was not really to educate them, but to strip them of their religious and cultural knowings um, in the guise of education. So is mass education then just a stripping of our own nature <laughs> to be programmed, to be obedient and controlled? Probably, right? Because this is, if they're, if they're allowing the masses access to it, it's usually not for the benefit of all, but for the benefit of the few. That can be very controversial, right? That can, that can be very triggering because we're like, no, education's a good thing. <laughs> we, we should all be educated. And it's, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting aspect when we look at all of these things. So the reason I'm bringing all of these up is because the, the mommy monster or what we see as generational themes or these aspects that when we become mothers ourselves, no matter how unconditionally we love and accept our children, something gets birthed with that. Um, I often share that I was a nanny for 15, almost 15 years prior to having children. I was a nanny for a really long time. I never felt the need to spank the kid, like I never felt the need to harm them or punish them. I had endless amounts of patience with them. Like I was with children all the time, all day long. And it was very easy to communicate clearly and to share with them different behavioral aspects. And yet when I birthed my own child, um, six to nine months later, when they started going into their own nature, it struck me and I started getting very angry. And I remember my son being about two and I spanked him because he wasn't listening. And I just started sobbing. And I went, who is this woman? Who is this person who would hit the love of my life? <laughs> like, who is this monster? Because I don't like her. I don't want her in my life. I don't want her in the life of my children. Who is this beast who just took over for me and hurt my little boy? I was appalled and yet it, it was me, yet it was something outside of me as well, who was very angry that I was losing control over this little being. I was very scared that he would get hurt. And it felt like a wave of all of the women before me, the generations before me, were in that moment of 
needing to then control him, needing to manipulate, needing to um, do something. And yet me as an aware enough being knew that I did not want to hit. I did not want to physically abuse. I did not want to emotionally abuse. I did not want to create trauma for this child. And um, just a note on if you, if you are a grown person hitting or trying to hurt a child to get them to do what you want, that is abuse. That, that may be triggering for some, but um, that is the definition. If we were to intentionally touch another adult with the intention of harming them, that is, that is cause for arrest. You realize that if you are to go to another adult and not even touch them, but have the intent to harm them, you can still get arrested for assault. So the fact that we allow adults who have complete or should have complete control over their own bodies are able to hit and abuse and emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally take over and try to do this to children. Yet, if it was done to another adult who could defend themselves, that would be considered assault or abuse. And yet when it's a child who has absolutely no defenses against you, it is not. So if this is triggering or if this is bringing up some stuff, um, I would like for you to maybe do some research into this. Um, otherwise, if you're not in this healing path, simply scroll on through and just keep on going. <laughs> and maybe you'll come back to it when you're ready. Because um, I know there's, there's so many aspects to this. So the mommy monster for me really came out in a way of physically wanting to hurt my child when they were not obedient to me. And it scared me because I had no control over the emotions and the rage and the anger that came through me. And, um, for those of you who are wanting to judge or are wanting to say, how could you look honestly at your own experiences as well, because I feel this is something that's much more common, but it's so terrifying to us as women that we often do not feel that we can even share these kinds of aspects. So I'm hoping that with sharing this, you'll be able to see within your own space. Wow, I never thought of it. Uh, people don't want to talk about it, Karen says. Yeah, um, I, I feel that this is a really powerful aspect of healing, though, because when we are able to share that we wanted to control our children through pain, I think this is a valid point, especially in the United States that still allows for child abuse to happen. I mean, I live in Missouri now. Whew, at our Easter egg hunt, it was so difficult for me to see the amount of abuse that was happening so nonchalantly. I mean, this one grandmother grabbed her grandson by the coat jacket and pulled him up and like, choked him and then dropped him on the floor laughing at him while he was crying and I'm just like oh god okay there's gonna <laughs> there's a lot of healing that needs to happen in this place and for me to just go and attack this woman would not have created a, a space of healing whatsoever so 
while speaking up, there definitely needs to be programs introduced in the space of where I'm at in southeastern Missouri. And I'm, I'm hopeful that I can create spaces for people and families to learn new coping skills. But we all need to be aware that there is this part in us. So uh, good morning, Kathy. Welcome. Hi, Jill. Welcome, welcome. So the mommy monster. This is the shadow aspect of us. I've realized that this is often where our generational themes come from, our worthiness, our self-esteem, uh, the generational themes of being a people pleaser, of being submissive. Um, and these are things that are often taught to us by our own mothers and our grandmothers because it's what they learn to keep them safe. And yet the shadow will always come through um, with our own parents that feel so out of control of their own selves. So they often control everything in their environment versus learning how to control their own neuroses or instances within their own emotions, their own thoughts, their own behavior. And this is a big part of the healing journey is taking ownership of your own stuff instead of blaming it or being the victim of it. Um, so I found that when I've taught my kids this, uh, if their father is, um, you know, blaming, you guys are making me so mad, he'll say this and my children will go, nobody can make you mad. You just don't have your own anger under control. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> But these are things that we've learned are acceptable in our society to blame others for our own emotional uh, infancy or our own lack of control in our own lives. Uh, hello, good morning, Leandra. Um, Leandra says, ooh, generational themes have been coming up so much lately. My birthday spending time with my family, Easter, oh yeah, yeah, and, and Leandra had all of her girls under her own roof, right? Um, I'm adopted and my aunt has seven adopted children. Whew, so not only were they raised with the generational themes, but they came into the world with uh, lots of generational themes that have origins of uh, known or unknown origins, right? So yeah, the, the generational theme aspect is something that I find is very interesting because as mothers, we pass them on subconsciously and we would never, ever, ever in a million years want our children to experience these generational themes, yet because they're in our own subconscious, they end up, oh, sorry, hold on, let's see. Because they're in our own subconscious, we end up uh, sharing them. And um, I was sharing um, uh, last week or two weeks ago during one of the lives that my daughter had an aspect of just total unworthiness come up for her. And it made me realize that this is a huge generational theme that is just a part of my lineage. And it's, you know, I thought I was going to break it, but I didn't start my own healing journey until my daughter was three or four. That's halfway through her entire foundational life, right? And then it's not like I'm done healing and she's now nine. 
I'm still in the healing journey. <laughs> this is still very much in the process. Um, you know, so how to handle appropriately when our children yell at us, how to handle appropriately when our children go against what we would like for them to do. It's very triggering when we grow up in a society where having obedient children is required of us as parents. And yet that is not even a belief that I have. <laughs> I, don't even ha I don't even have the desire to have obedient children. And yet the society around me expects me to have obedient children. I very much love my natural feral children um, and, you know, I often get looked at a little strange when they're with me in the, in the grocery store. And my son is like, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of energy. Can I go run down the aisle? And it's an empty aisle at, you know, a grocery store. I'm like, yes, please do make sure not to run into anybody. Like he knows how to express his energy as he's feeling inside of these closed walls. We're not inside very often. So being inside of a building with hundreds of people's energy is very overwhelming to him. And so when our, when our mommy monster or the need to control or our generational themes or this being, this entity, this, this beast that takes over us of wanting to harm or hurt those that we love more than life itself is very interesting. And so I've done some healing work with it and I would like to do that. We have 10 more minutes. I would like to do um, a bit of a visualization to see where this is stored in the body um, and what the message is. So if you have the printout for today, if you're in the 30 days of moon magic, I have the PDF today and it has on it um, in the ways in which your mommy, mommy monster reveals herself. And then also in another column, the gratitude that you have towards your mommy monster. And the gratitude is in which ways has she been trying to protect you? In which ways has she been trying to connect and protect? Um, welcome, Amber. Hello, good morning. So I am. if you're in a space where you can close your eyes and be present, if not, no worries. You can always return to this. Um, if you're in the Patreon, uh, I do have a podcast recording of this, and then I have a transcription of it as well every day, as well as the PDF to dive deeper for each day. So we're going to just go into our body. We're not going to visualize anything outside of us. We're going to actually go into our body. And in our bodies, I would like for you to see where your mommy monster is. Where is she living? And I almost want to say, where is she hiding? Because I feel like this is such a shadow part of ourselves. She might be lurking behind some place. She might be in the back recesses of us. So just feel in where is the mommy monster within you? I feel mine very much like uh, between my shoulder blades, like in my neck area where I tend to get really tight, I feel her back there. So if you would like to write in the comments of where you feel yours, feel free to do so. And we're just gonna ask her, 
what does she need? This mommy monster, this being that loses or allows us to lose control over ourselves, where we then have to reach out and try to control others. Uh, Karen, thank you for sharing. She says the neck, throat, front and back. Okay. Yeah. And so what is it that she needs? Mine is feeling very much as if, if I don't have control over the children that came from me, then others will then try to control me or my children. And there's a, there's a fear of loss. There's a fear of losing them. There's a fear of being able to, to hold space, to be heard. Um, and so I just think, thank your mommy monster, thank that part of yourself for having such a strong desire to protect you. Um, and so we are going to need to give the mommy monster some new coping skills, speaking before acting out, right? Just as we would with our own children, giving our children new coping skills of we speak with our our voice, not our hands. <laughs> These are things that we have to generationally teach people. Like there is absolutely no reason to hurt somebody to have them listen to us. And so as we're in this space and whatever was the need, just thank your mommy monster for giving you the clarity of this. And so what aspects are they afraid of? What is, what is causing the fear? Because anytime we're reacting in violence, there is a, a space of fear or jealousy that is happening. So um, jealousy can very much play a part in the mommy monster and the fact that your children are getting to have fun all the time they don't have all these responsibilities that you do. You know, oftentimes uh, we're reacting when we're doing laundry or the dishes and the kids are just going and throwing the clothes everywhere. And we react with this anger of all you get to do is play. You don't have to take, you know, and it's this jealousy of their freedom, a jealousy of their ability to be whole beings. And Oftentimes we as mothers very unintentionally and very subconsciously will break that within our own children because we are so jealous of that because we're overworked, we're unappreciated. We want everybody to suffer with us. And again, this is very unintentional. This is very subconscious. We do not want our children to have these freedoms that we that were stolen from us. So we'll repeat these generational themes. And I'm not saying that you are doing this. I'm saying this is something that can happen. Um, and this is how generational themes are passed down. So through my own words, through my own subconscious reactions and behaviors, my own feelings of unworthiness were passed down to my daughter. 
where she was then felt unworthy because she has these big emotions and they really trigger us and they create upset in the whole house. And so she was then thought to believe that she is unworthy or a horrible person or not good enough, right? These are not things that I would ever intentionally or consciously pass down. This is why it's so amazing to be on a healing journey so that you can unravel these things. And as they come into our awareness, we can then say, I am so sorry. I'm learning this for myself. Let's work on this together as a family, as you know, and actually help rebuild and connect, create connections again in a way that are whole and healthy. So um, as we think, I really want to just sit in the gratitude for the ways that the magical mommy's shadow, the mommy monster, has helped has tried to help support us. I want to integrate that. I want to integrate the gratitude for being present enough to say, this part of me is trying to help me. And so allowing for that to be really integrated before you just try to shove her away. <laughs> like, let's, let's really be mindful of integrating this part of us that ever felt the need to harm or control others because we were so out of control. And so I would like for this part of ourselves to really just be held because the second we go, okay, can we just get rid of the mommy monster? Can we just like move her on through? Can she just go somewhere else? Like, let's transform her. No, let's actually just sit with her today. <laughs> She's been doing a lot of work for us, this mommy monster. And while it might not be work that we would like her to do, She's been really trying her best. And so integrating these shadow aspects of ourselves and really integrating these aspects and pieces of ourselves that are shadow, that are doing things subconsciously, that are perpetuating maybe generational themes or these aspects that we no longer serve. When we bring them to the forefront and we hold them in front of us, they're no longer allowed to do things in the shadow we are now living in our shadow. We are now taking ownership and we are now taking sovereignty over our, our shadow aspects and integrating them into our wholeness, which is probably one of the most profound and healing aspects that we can do as healers, as women, as mothers, as beings, as light workers, star seeds, whatever, you know, all the names, right? This bringing our shadow to the forefront, looking at our shadow in front of us, and then holding our shadow, loving this mommy monster, not pushing her away yet again and saying, how dare you? I can't believe you did this to me. Why are you always ruining my life, right? That's just more, <laughs> just more perpetuating um, this aspect. So embrace the mommy monster embrace this aspect of ourselves that is there to help guide us 
and give her a role, which we can talk about more tomorrow about giving this part of us a role to play versus, and Amanda segued to that perfectly. She says, she helps me create boundaries. And so we're just gonna hold her today, this mommy monster. If she comes up, really look at her lovingly, thank her, create space for this entity, this being, this part of you that has created so much cognitive dissonance that has created so much turmoil that has created so much of like what is in me <laughs> what is this thing i want it gone you know that that we've wanted to like rid ourselves of this demon of this mommy monster um and yet when we embrace her she then creates what will and can be a better way of creating connection with all the pieces of us. So thank you so much for being present today. Thanks for being here today. Uh, I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you. If there's uh, anything that you would like to share or that comes up, uh, let's put it into the Discord. Let's go in the Discord and just kind of share um, maybe some ways that the, the mommy monster is going to reveal herself today. And if there's Anytime we have a new aspect come up for ourselves, um, remember <laughs> that she may put circumstances in front of us to see if we're going to use her how we've always used her in this way of controlling others. So know that your children may give you perfect opportunities <laughs> to use your mommy monster today. Um, and so just be aware of that, that the way that we respond to the mommy monster um, is a way of helping her reprogram as well as ourselves. So um, if you need some more support or if circumstances are coming up where you're like, yeah, the mommy monster's going crazy. There's so many magical women here that we would love to support you individually with our own experiences or thoughts um sounds like a good thing for a tapping script yes 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 i think i actually have a money i'll look i might have a mommy monster tapping script but that's yes uh because i had to work years it took me years to integrate and figure out this one this was this was a tricky because it's so i didn't want it to be a part of me for a long time and i think that's why it took so long um still on the journey yeah yeah, yeah. i mean like Every day I can think of a way that my mommy monster comes out. I'm like, man, what a bitch. I can't believe she just said that to her, you know? And I'm like, Ugh. all right, you know, it's, and as our children are growing up, they're able to help us in our healing. Uh, been a mom for seven years. Yeah, my oldest is 10. So hello, Dorothy. Hello, Serena. Um, thanks for joining in. So again, if you'd like the replay, I do have it available in the patreon.com forward slash magical mothering. Um, there is a tier there and it's uh, for the 30 days of moon magic. If you'd like to join in on Patreon and be a part of the private discord, if you'd like to be a part of the space there. Um, hi, Josh, welcome. Uh, yeah, Amanda, my kids trigger me the most, of course, of course. If it's not our, if it's not our kids, it's our spouses or our partners, right? Uh, we get to have the journey with the people who will push us into being our best selves, the best. 
<laughs> through through triggering and creating cognitive dissonance and awakening our stuff right if if we were just like boop 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 boop, boop if we didn't have anything to share with us or to create space for our own growth i would not have changed i would have continued been on the same path because it would have been a path to take i wouldn't have needed to change course um so but i wanted to change course i wanted to be uh more whole i wanted to be more present i wanted to be uh, more connected i wanted to be more of myself for them so rather than going and disassociating and using all the tools that i used to use in my early 20s like smoking and drinking and uh, sex to dissociate myself so that I didn't have to be present. Children came around and I went, ah, I can't eat tons of sugar and smoke and drink and sex all the time. What am I going to do? Oh gosh, I have to feel, you know, <laughs> that's the great way to start the healing journey is to just start feeling. So, uh, Again, join us in Patreon. It's a really fun space to just dive in deeper and you get all the goodies that go along with it. Um, those do start at only $3 a month if you wanna just support, if you're liking this daily and you wanna just support this, uh, $3 a month is what it starts at. If you'd like all the goodies, it goes to $33 a month. If you'd like to receive a, an herbal potion once a month, it's $77 and it goes up from there with private retreats and one-on-one -on -one healings and things like that. So. Thanks for being here today, and I will see you all tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Time to 1030. So have a blessed day, be magical, and I'll see you all tomorrow.